What is going on, fantastic people of the world? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Chillin' with Chillis podcast. I am your host, who will forever do the most, whether it's from city to city, train to train, plane to plane, or coast to freaking coast. It is your boy, and hopefully still one of your favorite podcasters to tune in and listen to, Chillist. I hope you've all been well. Hope your days leading up to today have been great. Hope you've experienced nothing but positive vibes, fantastic people, and amazing food in any specific order that you want. And most importantly, I do hope that you all have a place to go to when the world does the most with its trials and tribulations, sponsored and brought to you by life. I have to say, I'm very happy and very excited to be speaking with all of you once again, even more so because it is a week after I had spoken with all of you. Consistency is the goal. That is what I'm manifesting. It is one of the key elements that is necessary for me to take this podcast to the level that I want it to be and even further than that. Thank you all so much for tuning in to last week's episode, for sharing your feedback, for sharing the episode. I love and I appreciate all of you. Without all of you, the Chillin' with Chillis podcast would not be what it is today. You know, minus the whole lack of consistency, that that's all my part, but it's being worked on, it's being improved, and it's 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 nothing but forward from here on out. Honestly, I am really excited about getting to episode 100. I am I I would be so ecstatic. It would be one of those things that I can't sleep because I'm like, all right, it's episode 100. And I have to do something really cool for that. I'm thinking about going on live. I'm thinking about uh, doing a giveaway. There's a lot that I'm planning. I have to, I feel like I'm close, but I'm not close enough. I believe I'm six episodes away from 100 episodes. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me on that. By the time I finish uh, recording and uploading this episode, I will have the updated number or that will be the number if I'm right and I'll just post it but I'm very excited that has been there have been a lot of factors that have contributed to motivating me to getting this podcast to where I want it to be and you know as I'm recording this episode I'm thinking back to when I was recording earlier episodes and I even sound different literally I'm not even saying that like you know I sound my voice is literally different But that's because now I'm focusing on recording naturally. Everyone still has been pointing out (laughs) how my voice sounds. They even say that with music. Music is a different space, though. I really don't know why my voice comes out that way. But I think, you know, I'm not even going to try to. That's music. This is podcasting. It's two different things. But when I speak deeply like this, it sounds like I have. To me, it sounds like I have no emotion attached to my voice. So I don't want to give everyone the wrong impression that I'm just recording and I sound tired or I sound depressed, but this is how I normally sound. And then sometimes I feel like my bass is a little too intimidating, so I have to dial it back. But now I'm just like, you know what? If you're intimidated, good. That's exactly what I want you to feel like. (laughs) Now, let me stop. That's wild for somebody (laughs) who goes by the name Chillist and wants to be, you know, an an intimidating podcaster. Actually, the more I say it, the more I kind of want that to happen, yeah, because the price is up. Yesterday's price is not today's price, and today's price is not yesterday's price. I would coin that, but it didn't really come from me. 
I just like saying it because it's true. <laughs> I have to say, there has been a lot on my mind that I want to speak with all of you about, but it's really just more opinionated. So as much as I've been thinking about uh, thinking about it and ready to record it, it's really going to be like a two-minute conversation. And that's honestly one of the worst things about my podcast in particular. I can elaborate a whole statement based on something that's been sitting in my mind for a week and when it's time to record and speak on it it's like all right you know that only took two minutes to speak on because mainly it's it's for a conversation and i'd rather speak i know i can elaborate and speak on it more and speak on it better with other people when it's just me recording and i'm staring at the timer it's like wow that's all the time i really invested into that i wanted to speak on you know the whole the the trial with uh the trial for Kyle Rittenhouse, but that's brief because to me, I think it's all the way it's it's bullshit, and I apologize for for using such heavy language, especially so early. It's Monday morning. It's the the second day of the week. It's like, damn, chill us. All right, but I, I look at stuff like that, and it bothers me so much because. There's so many things to consider when you have a situation that involves Kyle Rittenhouse, but it's not a Kyle Rittenhouse that's in that situation. The best way I could say that is there are sometimes people who unfortunately don't have the help they need and they do things that Kyle Rittenhouse has done and they often get tried as straight, clear-minded individuals. And then you have someone like Kyle Rittenhouse who knows exactly what he was doing, who was motivated to do it for whatever reasons he had, and now all of a sudden is just being able to use all of these cards. And it's just, it's frustrating and it's annoying that, you know, people are able to do this and all of a sudden they get treated as if, oh my God, it's like, these scenarios happen so often, and it's so crazy how there are different results for the majority of them. I'm trying to be discreet, but hopefully you all know what I mean. It, it's just, it's bullshit at the end of the day. And I pay attention to it just so I can be updated and know what's going on. But at the end of the day, and it's a sad thought, I already know how it's going to go because of one word. Corruption, I said that like I was going to add another word. <laughs> There's a few words I could add to that, but the main one is corruption. We all don't get treated equally, unfortunately, so it is what it is. The other subject that I had in mind to discuss with all of you, or rather just share my opinions about, is Travis Scott and the tragedies that occurred at his concert and all the conversations that have been about it. On the one hand, a lot of people blame Travis Scott for what happened. On the other hand, a lot of people blame the security. They blame the people. I think it's one of those events that are unfortunate and it was out of a lot of people's hands because it wasn't expected and it possibly wasn't planned for. From my understanding, there's a theme that goes with Travis Scott's uh, concerts where he has the fans rage or uh, be in a mosh pit. So to me, in my head, 
if that's a theme that's associated with him and his shows, that's something that I myself, as an individual attending that concert, would prepare for in the safest way possible. I'm not saying that to say that the audience is to blame because you go to these venues. It's like I was I was I was thinking about this thought and it's funny because it popped in my head even though it was one of those things I didn't pay attention to. When I used to go to the movie theaters early on, I don't even know if they really do that anymore, but I don't remember seeing it the last time I went to the movie theaters. But before the movie starts, they used to show this um video or this quick little yeah, it was a video. They used to show this quick little video about where the exits are in case of an emergency. And I strongly think concerts should have that same thing. Concerts should be able to make sure that they have spaces that are provided as exits, and those exits are clear in case something like the level of what happened at uh, Travis's concert happened. But there are so many factors. For one, I don't think this is the, the, the best time to have overcrowded concerts because of COVID, because of how people are these days, because of just how things have become. We aren't in the same, these aren't the same times that we used to be in before where everything would just go smooth and everybody was just level-headed and normal. And they reacted to situations accordingly. We're in survival mode, fight or flight. Everyone reacts uh, uh, in terms of um, for the sake of self-preservation, if you will. So they're just making sure that they get out of situations safe. And ironically and unfortunately, they may be putting themselves into more danger than they would have been if they just... It's hard. It's hard. It's like when you practice for fire drills. You're practicing so you're you're calm, but in that situation, you might not be able to apply that same calm thinking when you're in a situation such as uh, a, an area that's on fire or you're close to the, the area that's on fire. And that's a crazy thing. You never know how you're going to react until you're in that situation, which is which is really scary. Now, as for Travis, it's just... That apology was such bullshit. It was really, it was terrible. And I'm just, I don't know if he just got up and he recorded it. I don't know if he felt like he was obligated to give an apology despite him being ready to make that statement. But it was just really bad. And I think he should double down and apologize again. In my honest opinion, I think that everything was handled poorly from the concert all the way to the apology. However, and this is the part where I fear it's going to sound controversial on my part. In my mind, I feel like a lot of things were too soon. To me, and what I have gathered as my opinion when it comes to people, is that we're all not the same. And I say that to say that some people can be clear-minded enough to know what they have to do right away. And then there are those that need more time, especially when dealing with something like this. I feel in my mind, and I'm not saying this to defend Travis, I feel like in my mind, he should have had more time 
to come out with a proper organic apology and not apologize because fans were pressuring, well, people were pressuring him to issue an apology. I'm not even saying that that's true. But when you're a celebrity, you have this unwritten rule of responsibility that and a time limit to to um, come through with that responsibility. So if he would have apologized a week later, he probably would have gotten criticized. And that's one of my main problems with social media, because the moment he apologized, that became a meme. That became something to criticize. Everyone became judge, jury, and executioner. And for the most part, they have every right to do that. My issue is he is not allowed to take the situation lightly. So why are we? Why are we able to make memes? Why are we able to talk about who's at fault and what should happen to their lives and how they should be affected? And I know what I'm saying is crazy. I know what I'm saying is crazy. But I say that to say, where's the empathy? Now, according to a lot of people who are fans of Travis Scott, which I hold them in a high regard and their opinions to my own because they followed him. Apparently, he really just doesn't have the best attitude. So this apology was expected, even though they didn't want that to be the case because they wanted him to be human and treat this situation as a sincere human being. People were going by how he went about things after the concert. They said he went to go eat. I don't know if people have forgotten being shocked is a thing. Some people, it doesn't hit them until a certain point in time. And there was one thing I did take away from the video. He said he was working with uh, people to identify the families, um, identify the people in the family and their families in order to see what's going on. That could be something where it hits you. And it's like, damn, this is really reality. In all honesty, I don't even think there should be a conversation on who's to blame. I think the sole focus should be on the lo- those whose lives were lost that day. And we all, all of us just paying our respects and focusing on the fact that it was a tragedy, not just going straight for who needs to be blamed. And at the very least, I believe Travis, the place where the concert was had, the people responsible for running that concert and the security that was there or lack thereof, that needs to be considered and those people need to be blamed. That's my honest opinion. I don't think one person should be singled out. At the end of the day, if my house is used for a celebrity to to do whatever it is that they want with it, whether it be a concert or a party or a meet and greet and things go wrong, I should also be held responsible. Because I'm allowing things to happen. But that's just me. You know, and I just wanted to express my opinion. Basically, I just, I I feel like it's disgusting on a level where we get to decide who should be emotional, sentimental, but we can pick and choose what to be sentimental and emotional about. That's the part I hate. 
Because in that same instance, when everyone was saying Travis should do more, everyone was making videos and they were poking fun at it. And I'm just like, what are we really talking about here? What is the point of all of this if we're going to make fun of him? But I'm focusing on the fact that it was a tragedy and it was something that should not have happened, but unfortunately did. And I think we need to remind ourselves that we're human and we should put ourselves in the shoes, even if the person is, is, even if the person shows no interest into what happened to them. Like in this case, people say Travis doesn't care, even if that's the case, still put yourself in his shoes and just say, wow, there's death associated with me and I'm associated with death. I never thought that that was something that would happen. You shouldn't say, oh, he deserves it or, you know, what kind of person is that? We don't know what goes on after everyone is off of social media, meaning after he posted that video, we don't know how he feels. I seen that Fortnite removed the Travis Scott skin. In my mind, I'm saying to myself, why? Why? But these things happen. And I just want to make sure that the same energy is kept for everything. So, for example, if Ariana Grande does something that's deemed terrible to the public, same thing. I know that certain in certain aspects of life, you have to treat things with a business mentality. So if you have to cut ties, you have to cut ties. But the same people who come to you and want you to be a part of their business should give you the same kind of respect to just talk with you about things, to see what's going on. But that's the disgusting part about life. It's like, I I could really speak on this for the entirety of the episode. I really can. And I, pop, I probably will, but most likely, no. I, I don't want to because the more I elaborate on it, the more I get angry, the more I get upset because it's just, it's something that shouldn't have happened. There was a nine-year-old who was severely injured at that concert, and I just found out today that he died. And it's heartbreaking. But everyone is saying Travis is going to get sued. He's getting sued for a lot. But in my mind, I always think about the small questions. Why was a nine-year-old there in the first place? And I'm not blaming the parents. It's just one of those things that in your mind you say to yourself, What's the worst that can happen? And you hope it doesn't happen, but it happens. And then you find yourself in a situation where it's like, oh, my God. I, what happened? Sometimes I want to ask myself, where is the humanity most of the time? That's probably one of the saddest things I have read this morning. And I hope it's the saddest thing I'll, I'll read overall because there's so much shit that happens on a day-to-day basis. That's just too heartbreaking to read. And I don't want to focus on the wrong things. I I just don't want to take that time to use a platform of mine to just say who's at fault. Because the idea of, of, of bringing somebody down, that's not going to take away what's weighing on their minds. You know what's going to happen? If this breaks Travis enough, where he goes on hiatus and then he pops back up, people may still remind him of it. People may forgive him, but it's just, 
I'm starting to remember the whole point that I really had in mind, and it was just that we learn we need to learn and we need to chill out. We need to chill out. In all honesty, because we're very selective when it comes to these things. Here's where these two points. Well, here's really where Kyle Rittenhouse and Travis Scott intertwine in my whole conversation piece. The same way you want Travis to lose everything because of the lives that were lost as a result of his actions. I would hope that that same energy is applied to Kyle Rittenhouse and how his actions resulted in the loss of life. I would hope that that's the case. See, when I get angry about stuff like this, it's just me being attentive to what's really being the the aim or the 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 true nature of a person's of a person's uh I can't even I'm so sorry. When I realize what the aim is for a person when they decide to attack another, I say to myself, all right. So your stance is if a person if a person in their actions result in the death of another or a few, do you want that punishment to go for everyone or specifically that person? Because I don't want to hear any excuses on Kyle Rittenhouse's behalf. I see in a video of him crying and I'm just like, I had no sympathy for it. But then you'll have people saying, oh, you know something? He's just a kid. He made a mistake. That mistake resulted in lives being lost. But you want Travis to lose everything. Because he seemed nonchalant in his apology. You see how the world works? You see how crazy that is? And I'm not saying everyone is saying that. But my point from what I've seen is based on that. At the end of the day, I just want equality. At the end of the day, I myself have an opinion on who's right and who's wrong. But that doesn't mean that is the opinion to go to. And it definitely doesn't mean that it's a fact that everybody should consider and follow. At the end of the day, it's it's just a heartbreaking thing to know. Like, we can't go a year without tragedy. And I'm not talking about death of natural causes. No, because that's something that we can't control, unfortunately. I'm talking about when someone else is responsible for taking the life of another. We can never just have a year of no casualties, no fatalities, nothing. The world we live in has been unhinged for quite some time. And it's scary to think that you have no idea whether or not today will be your last day. And if so, is it a result of you or someone else? I was talking to um I was talking to my boy Drew. We all know him. He was the uh <laughs> he was well he still is, in my opinion, the uh co-host of the Channel Chillers podcast. Shout out Drew, Tetris Man. <laughs> and he was saying something to me. We were talking yesterday about how 
you know, females have to be really careful now because there are just creeps out there that are following them to their homes, almost breaking into their homes to harm them, to rape them, to just do ungodly things. And it's just like, what the hell is going on? I saw a video of a woman being nearly chased into our apartment. A guy followed her. And it's like, what, what is, what? he was saying what I was saying. We need to protect the females in our family, the females that we know. And then I'm saying to myself in the back of my mind, the fact that this is a conversation and that, that needs to be had is just crazy to me. And I'm not saying it like I'm living in a bubble. I'm saying it like this is really what's going on. This is really shit that we have to worry about. I <clears throat> I get worried when anyone I know goes out, goes for a drive, goes for a walk, even goes to throw out the garbage. It's weird. I didn't notice it, but if I'm speaking with someone and then all of a sudden, like, if I'm speaking to someone and they tell me they're about to head out or they're driving and we're talking and it's like a brief moment where they don't respond, a part of me panics. And from there, you know, I would, when I when they finally respond, I would tell them what I thought happened. And, you know, we would laugh. But in the back of my mind, I'm like saying to myself, thank God, because I really do think that those things happen. I've become such a worrier. I, I And it's bad because I'm an overthinker. So I'm just like, I think about the neighborhoods. I think about the people. I think about just the idea that things can happen. At any point in time. It's caused a lot of stress, but at the same time, it keeps me alert. I have been alert for the past five years, in all honesty. And I play it off well because I'll tell a lot of people who worry about me when I travel, it's fine. And I say the same things that they tell me and that I keep telling myself. We can't control how life is. Not even our own. And that's sad because... The world is that unsafe to the point that we don't even know if today is guaranteed, let alone tomorrow. And I do apologize about the noise in the background. That's the shower upstairs. That is some amazing water pressure. And the fact that this that this microphone picks up that sound, it's just, you know, it sounds like a train from from how I hear it in my headphones. But that aside, you know, I, you know, I do want to take this time to be grateful that I am able to speak with all of you and that everyone who I love and care about has been safe and sound for the most part. Because it all starts with, I'm just going to here, I'll see you later, and that to me is like not even guaranteed anymore even when i tell people i'll see you later i never know when my last day is going to be and i'm not saying that to speak ominously i'm saying that to say that there's so many things to consider when just living your life the outside elements that play a role into it you don't know who you're going to bump into you don't know what's going to happen it's just it's that unpredictable and because of that, we really should be a little more, we should be humane, empathetic, human to one another. 
but you know the, I'm not gonna lie the, the the sound in the background is kind of ruining <laughs> the the intensity and the impact I wanted this to have on each and every one of you who tune in and listen to the Chillin' and Chillers podcast but I will say this I want to speak on this in the next episode so for for now, I will just say to all of you, be safe. Be as safe as you can be. Be safe at the level you didn't think you needed to be. But be that safe to ensure that safety is guaranteed. I know that sounds cryptic as hell and that sounds wild. I'm going to elaborate it. I'm going to elaborate on it more on the next episode. But for now... Thank you all for listening. I would love to hear your opinions on this. Again, I didn't say what I said to defend or offend anyone. I was sharing my opinions based on observations. In all honesty, I focus on the fact that this is a tragedy and it's something that should not have happened. It's something that I hope is used as a learning experience, not just for Travis, but for any celebrity who any musician, any celebrity that has a a concert or a performance or something involving a large number of people or even a small number of people, just something that we all could learn a thing or two from. And I hope we all take the time to understand that lives are lost before we start jumping in and making videos and being viral. I mean, for the sake of being viral. We need to start putting sensitivity back into our day-to-days. But that's all I'm going to say for now. I'm going to go because I have to get ready to go to work. I say that and then I'm just automatically filled with dread. (laughs) Not only say that because it's Monday, but hopefully we all get through the day safe and sound. Until we speak again, please, please, please take care of yourselves. Be safe. And I'll speak with all of you soon. Chillest out.